Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. All right. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to a brand new episode of Dork Trek, the once a week Star Trek podcast. We watch and review episodes of the famed sci-fi television show. We are great. This is episode 239, I think. Jeepers. Oh, my God. I I know. And uh, this is, uh, we're actually doing DS9 now. So this is the episode, season two, I think, episode 20, uh, called The Maquis. My name is Bob. Hello. I'm joined by Dennis Black and Asian, who's great. True. And Ben and Jenny, who are also wonderful. Hello, Bob. true. (laughs) It's also true. Um, Bob Noor. Bachnor, the Bachnor. Uh, I got to tell you, I love this episode. That's it. Show's over. Yeah. Yep. I, I really got a roll now. After the Klingon episode, it's, it, it takes off. I love this episode. Shows well, even I, before that, like the last, the last few episodes have been great. Yeah. Like I got to tell I love this episode. Like it is fantastic. It's so good. It's a two-parter. I watched it last night after the Mets game because they suck. Uh, at like 11.30, and I just watched the second one, like right off the bat. I was like, I got to finish this. I can't. Not. Yeah, so I watched it in a row. It was awesome. You got to get some more Bernie Casey up in yeah, there. Yeah, I got to get some John Slade. <laughs> I'm going to get some, you some, some of the first black Felix Leiter. Yeah. Oh. I was very excited to see John Slade in this episode. It was fucking yeah. cool as shit. Actually, he I only was, know him he was from the uh, the fake black Felix Leiter because that was the uh, the non brand Never Say Never Again James okay. Bond movie. Yeah. Now they bought you, the rights to that finally. Now what do you know him as, Jenny? Uh, the teacher in Bill and Ted. That's that was that's, the only thing I knew. <laughs> okay, all right. You don't remember him as the super spy in Spies Like Us? Nope. She's never seen. No, I've never seen Spies that one. Like Us. Oh! That's on my list oh, of really? things to introduce her to. Yeah. 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 It's been you twenty rem- years since I've seen Spies Like You don't this. remember him being the uh, the national president of Lambda 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 and Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Okay, got you now. That's him. It's he like was too. Yeah, <laughs> because I love that scene where like they're having the big party with him, and he's just standing there in that song, "The Sex Girls," <laughs> the supersonic sex girl. I like. I watched that movie way too much when I was a kid. But yeah, I love. <laughs> I love Bernie Casey. He's awesome. And he's an I'm going to get you sucker. And he's a uh, NFL veteran. Yeah, he is. He's uh, a, was he ever in like black exploitation films or was he just, yeah, he was in, he was in a couple of Jim Brown movies back in the day. Awesome. Of course. (laughs) But yes, it was cool, man. Like I was really happy when I saw him like that, that kind of made the episode for him. And him and Cisco were Eskimo brothers. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. They definitely was into some kinky shit. Or they were planning on setting up a black Eiffel Tower with Dax. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, we'll we'll get to all that stuff. But um, but yeah. So the episode starts, uh, I guess, simply enough, um, with a conversation between uh, your girl. Yeah, it, this episode immediately fails the Bechdel test because there's two women characters talking with each other, but they're totally talking about dudes. Yeah. And we come to find out that uh, I think uh, well, Kira is kind of a racist. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it racist. She just doesn't want to see the dude's brain sticking out of his head. But she Not also that dating one, anyways. 
But she also yeah, she doesn't want to see this dick brains. But she also mentions um, how Dax dates Ferengis, and she was kind of grossed out by that. I think she's kind of a racist. Uh, well, I anybody know, I, who hates Cardassians that much is that's bound to spill over to other parts of your your life. That's true so. too. Yeah, but Ferengis are kind of gross. They're just they're just kind of gross. I mean, in gross. I, I bet they know how to fuck though. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, yeah, totally. I bet they know how to get it in, bro. It's one of the like rules of acquisition. Monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the um. Yeah, it's one of the rules, dude. You gotta fucking. Uh, There's no profit in being a bad lover. Yeah. You gotta satisfy your partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's just an interesting conversation because I guess like Dax is going to go on a date with some guy who's really, really smart. And Kira's like, yeah, but he's fucking ugly. You can see his brain through his skull. Which I think, Mojo Jojo. I, yeah, it's Mojo It's totally Mojo Jojo. I, she's Mojo on, Jojo. I love Mojo Jojo. He is the best. Uh, but I think Kira's kind of a racist. I'm going to go out on record and say it now. She's a racist. He is a murderer and a racist. A murderer mm-hmm. racist. Her well, character you know. does not get better. <laughs> You know, next week when she kicks that little kid, it's just like, oh my God. I can see it happening. Punches kittens. Some little Maquis kid. She's like, fuck you. Well, I mean, it depends. Is is it like a, she would definitely kick a Cardassian handicapped kid, like no problem. I'll get you up the ante there. She would would set the kid's wheelchair on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And then like shove him toward a fountain. Yeah, totally. Because she's a kind of a piece of shit. Well, a, Mm -hmm. a dry fountain. One that well, yeah. hasn't been used for many a year. <laughs> no, I was thinking like a, an oil fountain. <laughs> an oil fountain? <laughs> an oil fountain? <laughs> I've never seen an oil fountain before. Now I is that, it. It, is that Texas, popular on Bajor? It's a Texas thing. Like, uh, what kind of oil? Is it like cooking oil or vegetable oil or like hair oil? It's some EVOO, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick this kid in some fucking Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> now he sizzles. But yeah, I don't know. I think she's kind of a racist. But then while she's being all racist, she's like, well, you fucking date Ferengis, you Ferengi lover. I was like, whoa. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> a ship explodes. Just some ship just done blowed up. Yeah, talk about Saved by the Bell. I know, right? <laughs> it made me Thank think. Thank God somebody died. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like, and it's lots of somebody's. Yeah. Like 75 somebody's got blowed the fuck up. Because she's all like, fuck those fucking guys. You, you know, if these women. Ferengi lover. If these fucking women would stop talking about dating all the time, when they, this is why you ain't supposed to have women in the workplace. Right. They're sitting there gabbing about their dating life, and people died. Yeah, they're talking yeah. about talking about dick. Because before <laughs> that, we see uh, we see Ensign Bad Hairline go up and do something to the uh, to the wheel door going into the ship. He's, like, mm-hmm. boop, 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 boop. He's a bald guy. Bald guys can never be trusted. For, for, for a hot second, I thought it was the guy who voices, uh, whoa, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. <laughs> now, now are you talking about like, well, Dennis is like, Dennis, how bald are you without shaving your head at this point? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That, that, it's, it. it's noticeable. I mean, like, is it just like creeping back a little or you have like the little island or are you Picarding or what? No, no, not even close to Picarding. Like it, okay. It's still at the widow's peak, still reaches the front lines. <laughs> it's a little temple temple recession. But you don't have like the little island, you know how some guys get the island in no, here? Okay. No, no. It's a it's a single piece. Okay. Well then it's not that bad. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. All right. Well that's good. Connected is good, right? Yeah. Yeah, but this is easier. Just Mm-hmm. Aren't you worried about like razor bumps and shit like that? Like how do you prevent that? I don't I don't use razor, I just use the clippers. Oh. 
You go to it's capital. Terrifying. You go to you go to capital cuts. They I hit myself, up. baby. Oh, word. Yeah. Nice. But I thought the black barber shop was a, a pillar in your community, Dennis. I yeah, thought, but I'm only half black. <laughs> they, won't, they won't tell me all the secrets. <laughs> only shave half of his head. Yeah. <laughs> that would an be eerie, cool. An eerie quiet falls over the barber shop when I walk in. Shh, shh, shh. Can't, tell, can't tell him everything. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell him the stuff we told Bernie Sanders. Shh, everybody be quiet. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then the ship done blowed up. I, but if, what, my point was, at first, I thought the guy, the bald guy, was uh, Homer Simpson. I thought it was the voice of Homer Simpson. Oh, Castanella? Yeah, he had that Dan Castanella look briefly but then i was my hopes were dashed it was just some other dicky bald guy i don't think i know what dan castanella looks like he looks kind of like that guy like if you Mm -hmm. google if you google imaged him real quick he looks kind of like the dude that blew up that ship in ds9 he actually appeared on a couple episodes of uh, stargate really yeah okay yeah i know this guy all right i've never seen him in anything else Actually, I'm not, the only thing I've ever seen him in is like interviews because I only hear his voice. And he's well, in the Tracy Ullman show, he was a regular. That's right. He was I think regular. wasn't most of the uh, cast of The Simpsons were regulars on the Tracy Ullman show, and then they just doubled <clears throat> did double duty as the uh, voice actors. Yeah, except Lisa, she's lazy. She does one voice. That's it. The rest of them do thousands of voices. <laughs> she does one. And they all make the same money. If I'm Hank Azaria's agent, I'm like, look, Hank needs to be To be make fair, more. she's the only one who's not acting. Like, that's our actual voice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Lisa, talking. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm Hank Azaria's fucking agent, I'm going, look, she's fucking just talking. Like, Hank, <laughs> 38 voices on this show. You got to get paid per voice. Bruh. I'd, I'd complain. Dude, it's no. like the, when we asked uh, Brent Spiner when we met him at Cherry Hill. God, what a dick. And we, I, I specifically said, hey, uh, we uh, talked about this on an episode of our podcast, and he rolled his eyes. And I said about uh, Fistful of Datas, you played you know, all, multiple characters. You know, did you get multiple checks for that episode? And he said, I wish. And that was it. So, no, you don't get – there's no extra. I don't know, man. I tell you what, that Brent Spiner is a real piece of shit, though. Did he really roll his eyes at you when you said you did a podcast? <laughs> no. I was going to say, fuck that, dude. That's just the standard response. Oh, because, I mean, I would expect that from a Star Trek actor almost because I imagine a lot of their audience probably does podcasts. Is that, do you think that's fair to say? Yeah. Like, Oh, here's another one. Uh, here's yeah. another fucking Star Trek podcast. Oh, really? Well, they, you do a podcast? Wow, that's really interesting. Let me have your card. Let me put it right in the trash. <laughs> well, there was something I was listening. Uh, well, yeah, he does that. Um, he, uh, God, I, Anyway, um, no, there's a thing going around uh, the last couple of weeks for some of the podcasts I listen to elsewhere that aren't like nerd related. Mm-hmm. And they have this thing where they're wanting people to use the hashtag tripod to raise awareness of podcasts. Yeah, that was last so, month, right? Was it la- last month with the yeah, TRY pod? Yeah. What, what's that? I mean, did they get, I mean, do we have more listeners now? No. No, Welcome we didn't try. Listeners. We didn't do the try part. So oh. We didn't get any new listeners. Well, I mean, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, if we pick up a couple here and there, that's fine. Like, you know, whatever. Well, um, my thing is, like, I think if people would actually listen to podcasts, I, it, it, it's great for, uh, for the drive time. Yes, but who is that hashtag focusing on? Like, well, that's just, just to, to, to get other awareness. podcast listeners. It's not like, like you're, you're gonna... supposed to, like, people are supposed to tweet or Facebook 
posts, like a podcast they they listen to that they recommend to their friends, right. using, uh, and then use like a hashtag tripod. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you can click on the like, hashtag hey. or search that hashtag and you can find like recommendations for podcasts. Or whatever. I have yeah. a hard enough time getting people to listen to my show. I know, right? <laughs> Fuck everybody else. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but the idea, is, the idea is that, you know, they would do the same for you though. Mm-hmm. Nah. I was nobody's going to do that. No, nobody's going to do that unless your podcast is serial and then, then everybody cares. We should do a podcast called serial, but spell it like breakfast cereal where we just review cereal and see if we can <laughs> catch on with some other listeners that way. Like this fucking cereal is great. Man, Fruit <laughs> Island cereal. Really? <laughs> I mean, there's the generic shit at the you know Aldi's the other day. <laughs> there's enough oh, yeah. goddamn cereal. We'd have thousands of episodes. Some tastios. Yeah, buddy. Tastios. <laughs> so when we go through the Malta Mill series yeah. of cereal, yeah. it's going to be The rough. ones that come in a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was telling a friend of mine yesterday about podcasting. Um, podcasting is cool because it gives everyone a voice and kind of a, a way to express themselves, but it's not cool because it gives everyone a voice and a way to express themselves. <laughs> yeah. Some of those voices don't need to be heard. Some of your- It's a great, it's a great, uh, it's the last free market in the world because if you suck, then people won't listen, so. Yeah, but I mean, even if you're good, people might not listen. Mm-hmm. Because there's yeah. just, but then you need just, better marketing. You're just drowning. Yeah, but I think that's for everything at this point. It's, yeah. it's weird because it's this weird reverse thing though, because- all right, so web comics around the turn of the century were the, the, <laughs> the thing. Turn of the century, the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> well, back in the 19, you, late nineteen hundreds. If you're going to say that, you have to use your Mark Twain voice. Yeah, totally. Time was you'd have to go to a <laughs> newspaper office to to read a comic strip. But then in the late nineties, a young couple of intuitive men started putting their funny pages on the internets. <laughs> Through a series of technological whiz bang tools. Now this process carried. I thought you were going to say a, a, seek, a series of tubes. <laughs> I like whiz bang tools. Yeah, no, that's good. So, so now that that same processes has has moved on to what you would call the radio programs to be put on the the, the internets. This is, I, don't and, why, I don't know why. I and love then Mark soon Green. after that, the, the time to put the the books onto the e-publishings. <laughs> Thus, the complete works of Mark Twain could be read by all. <laughs> that, you know, your Mark Twain really puts a smile on my face. Well, I'm glad. It really does. I think, I think the great part about it is like, it sounds he winds up like- and it sounds like he's getting ready to finish and he's like, but then it reminds me of this other time. Yeah, he <laughs> like, does. You can, you can talk for hours as Mark Twain and people will just keep listening because it, Ab- it Ab- feels Ab- like you're about to stop but then you just start again. Should I clap now? No. Oh God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> See the thing, but that was the thing is that web comics did this whole thing, and you know we're we're not real comics. You're fake. You know you're a bunch of t-shirt salesmen. Whatever. You'll never be able to monetize it. That that, that was the the common thing that paid cartoonists were saying. Guys who worked for the syndicate would commonly that was the the thing that the NCS I think had talking points, and one of them was the to call the web comic guys. Uh, t-shirt salesman oh you don't really make any money uh you have to sell t-shirts and it's like oh yeah let me show you all the license shit from uh charles m schultz yeah, i was gonna York. say <clears throat> so I'm, he, I'm he, actually drinking from a peanuts there you <laughs> there you go he's a t-shirt salesman <laughs> but then and he would have probably said yes and i sell quite a lot of them but then with uh podcasting 
they sell good. But um, so then it seems like podcasting picked up right as, you know, web comics was making its name, then podcasting came along. And so right around the time the print folks started figuring out, oh, wait, there is money in, in, in web comics. Let's put DC comics on there and Marvel. And then that, that free market thing, not as easy to make your, your name in anymore. You're yeah, I get you. I get you. So now what, so then podcasting comes along and people are doing their thing and you know, you get a few out there that are, are doing okay. And then you start getting people like Mark Marin, and you start getting these, you know, God, these fun. real, you know, people who yeah. have actual followings and um, audiences. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. So then, you know, they bring that over to podcasting. Yeah. And you're just yeah, like, I oh, don't this think, isn't the I same. I don't think as a Barack podcast. Obama is coming on Dark Track anytime soon. You never know. He might. Man. I mean, he might. I mean, he might. He might. You got to remember, like, now at this point, Ohio's a big swing state, and so is Virginia. Yeah. So you never know, man. We could get Barack on this show. You want to get you that should, to the vote. next the next election cycle? You should every presidential candidate try and get them to come and join. I mean, like I don't. I yes. think I think Barack might be a fan of yeah. Star Trek. Well, he is a Star Trek fan. Yeah. yeah. He looks like yeah. a Star Trek guy. I don't mean that in a negative way. I, I've seen him flash the uh, the Vulcan salute. So the Vulcan mind meld. Yep. Mm. No, this is a salute. Mind meld is something else. Mm. The Jedi mind meld. The Jedi mind meld. The Jedi mind meld. But, yeah, so, but then it moved on, though, the e-publishing then, which is yeah. weird. That That's taking a lot longer, I guess, with the books. It, it's it's Amazon, nobody, I think. Nobody wants to read. Like, nobody's trying to read. Yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. That's yeah. one of the things I think that killed webcomics is memes. Yeah. It's like, why, why the fuck am I going to sit here and, and do three panels every day and, and worry about a joke for a couple of hours and actually yeah. put yeah. skill in something when I can just put, you know, some text and just impact. Copy somebody on. else's picture and put text. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck it. How why am I trying? I'm round to Kona. And then like you get laughs all day. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, like yeah. one of the most popular things I did, the two most popular things I've ever done were stolen. Uh, one was where I took the Justice League, right? And I said, oh, this is what uh, the Justice League looks like on my iPhone or on my uh, wife's Android. And it had Alex Ross's Justice League. And then I said, I think there's a problem because here's what it looks like on my iPhone. And I took and I erased Flash digitally out. So it was just blacked out and put the little missing Flash symbol. That little is, Lego piece thing. So if you if you look if you funny. look up Justice League iPhone, you will see the picture that I made. People have put their text on it. People have changed it. But I swear to God, my stuff. It, it's fucking right now. <laughs> yeah. When I told somebody when I first started my job that I have now, and I said, uh, you know, they were like, "Oh, you were a cartoonist. Well, why'd you take this job?" And I pointed to his desktop and I said, "I did that." He goes, did what? I you said, made that thing my that coffee? You, <laughs> I, I made your, your desktop background. So it, it was painful. I mean, and the other thing that I did that was stupid successful nice. was the snow one, where it was uh, not as popular as this Justice League, but uh, where I just, it had the guy trudging through the snow. It was uh, some Getty image. And it said snow. The only time eight to, was it? Eight to 12 inches applies to something white. That's a good one. And that got a huge uh, yeah, but there's no reshare. You, how do you market? How do you monetize that? You just don't. You don't. You, you, know? you Some fucker in a basement. You put it on your Facebook page and yeah. have people share it. And then you know, people end up that. following. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the Justice page. League is where I learned the term watermark because <laughs> that had like seventy-five thousand shares. If you try to make money off of that, then DC is coming for you. Too. That's oh true. yeah, and now and that was the thing. That's why I didn't and watermark Apple, it. And that was Android. just going to be a uh, well, no, because that becomes fair use because I'm making a political statement or a, a parody of a political statement. <laughs> what are you fucking Che Guevara or something? I might be. <laughs> Anyway, you so stand we, on a balcony showing this meme to everybody. <laughs> I did, and then I got shot at. By, now now uh, I want to see a picture of Ben, like Malcolm X, looking out a window, holding his fucking AK forty-seven. <laughs> like somebody, make, <laughs> someone make that Photoshop thing happen. But anyway, so this episode Talk is about politics. The marquee, the ma- the marquee, the marquee, the marquee. Now let me ask you a question, Marquee um, Mark, Mikey Mark, the Mikey Mark, the marquee. Now is this the? first time we're hearing of the maquis or did we hear the D- the tng episode first no it, I like which came up. first the uh this came first this is like really close in chronology okay so but i don't know where the it didn't have the release dates where i was looking but i'm um, looking on it and because i remember the maquis being journey's end when what's her face leaves right didn't we just yeah, look this or, up uh, like a couple preemptive episodes strike. ago preemptive, preemptive strike. strike that's the one where she joins the ensign row joins the Maquis. Okay, because it says Journey's End here is not. Okay, so these are, so we're having crossover here, you think? Because, like, they're talking about, like, treaties. Storyline crosses over, yeah. Because they're talking about, like, treaties and shit with the, with the Cardassians. And then we also, right. we had, that's where the, the Indian episode is, the Native American planet. That right. was a Cardassian mm-hmm. treaty. So is this all kind of the same stuff? Because in the episode, you do see a Native American guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this is, is like when that. the Avengers and the Fantastic Four are fighting different enemies, but it's part of the same, like, Interesting. you know, campaign or whatever. That makes this episode even better. Because yeah. uh, this is definitely post planet Native America. Now, is this post, is this after Roe leaves to no, join the Maquis? This, this is before, before. Roe leaves. Yeah. Okay. Although we do see uh, one of the Maquis dudes is an Indian planet guy. Yeah, that's what I was so just that's mentioning. That's why they had the tie in. Yeah. Uh, so I was curious about when Roe left, if these two cross over. But this is a this is a very interesting episode. It's called the Maquis. So I guess this is the first time we hear about the Maquis, which is, I guess, like a group of freedom fighters that we find out later. But like we said, the the spaceship blows up on uh, DS Nine. It done kill everybody. Everybody oh. did. Everybody did. Yeah. And then I guess while they're while they're investigating the uh, the crime. Um, the commander of DS9 being Cisco and the commander of the colonies, right? Like he's the commander yeah. of the group of colonies. The DMZ the- colonies. Yeah. They all get together to try to figure out what happened. Hey, what happened? And it's funny too that like both of these guys, these shops sound really important. Both of them are commanders, both of them black dudes. Yeah. Maybe some institutional racism in Starfleet. I'm going to say yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, because I've, I've been saying this since the 90s. You know, it seems kind of racist that, you know, this is the guy who is, uh, he is the control of the entire, like, demilitarized zone colonies. He could be a captain, right? No, commander. They basically, they basically give him the two hardest assignments in Starfleet. Yeah, so, all right. They're like, but you're not a captain. No, you got to like, earn that. You got to earn that pit, baby. Yeah, man. Go mm-hmm. out there, man. Come on. You're going to need to go out here to this isolated space station and stay there for probably like five years. I don't know. We'll see. But you'll earn it. 
Heard it out there. And he shows up and it's fucking Bernie Casey being all big and black. He looks big as fuck in that uniform too, man. Like just huge. Like how the hell does he squeeze into that thing? And then uh, he sees your girl Dax and they have a little conversation like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. I dig that. And then they go into the room and they have that sexy conversation. Yeah, he's like, man, you hitting that? You might have found it. Oh, man, it's still Dax. It's like, oh, I got you. I got you. So that's going to be weird when we do hit that. <laughs> <laughs> Just try not to think about it. It's interesting. Yeah, I heard I heard that worm will suck your dick. <laughs> Just put your dick what? near the pouch. Yeah. It's interesting how how recently Dax has become kind of like the center of so many different kind of storylines. Not the center so much, but she's kind of involved. Like she knows everybody. But I guess when you live for like six hundred years or something like that, that's prone to happen. You know a few people. Yeah. yeah. Know a few people. Know a few and nobody seems to hate her. Yeah, like, nobody hates Dax. Dax well, has been around for all these generations, but we haven't met anybody yet that really hates Dax. Yeah, there was the guy in, was it first season, The Trial? The Trial, where, yeah. Where the, Curzon was accused of uh, murder. murder. Yeah. So this guy's lifelong obsession with bringing Dax to justice. Yeah, How? he was wrong. He was, oh, he he was it, wrong. He had it wrong the whole time. Well, yeah, but he still hated him. Murder. I'm not saying, you know, it wasn't uh, unjustified, but there was still hate. This is what I'm saying. Prequel, the life of uh, fucking Dax. Let's Curzon. see. Mm-hmm. Let's see the life of Curzon. What an interesting fellow. I'd watch that. Hell yeah. yeah! I mean, like he's blood brothers with Klingons. He be fucking married dudes' wives and shit. Like yeah. it's endless. Maybe he'll banged, show up in uh, Discovery. That'd be cool. Could because he banged uh, what was it uh, McCoy back at Ole Miss. So yeah, what he boned bones? He boned who was she? <laughs> Bones boned her, not Jedzia, but a previous Dax. Yeah, really. So you yeah, yeah. You know, he could have been pegged. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but Dax is into that. Yeah. Oh she yeah. He said Dax. that he had the. Uh, you know, I, I should have known he was going to become a doctor. He had the hands of a surgeon. He so, was fucking so fisting methodical on my Surgical strike on my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Crater the runway. Wow. All right, somebody else talk about the episode because I hate it when I talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, they talk about that stuff and uh, Ooh, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> commander Hudson thinks that, uh, and he's only a lieutenant commander. Yeah, he's oh, that is some bullshit. Hudson. That is some bullshit. <laughs> now dude. you see why I've been complaining. That for is fucking years. racist as shit. <laughs> he's motherfuckers. Yeah. And so, no one place for a black man in the white man's federation. Yeah, like you should know at this point that he's he's in on it because he really doesn't appreciate Starfleet. Yeah, and they they hung him out to dry out there. Oh, he might as well be wearing a sign. Like, yeah, I'm doing all this. (laughs) Like, just (laughs) he might as well have a marquee on it. (laughs) You haven't seen Ensign Row yet, but uh, I'm going to say some things that are very reminiscent of things that she will say. Yeah, it's weird, too, because, like, I was having row flashbacks here, and to know that this episode came out first kind of takes away from the, 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 the magic of that row episode. That was a great episode. Yeah. You know? Well, see, the McKee, though, I, if I think I'm not be... mistaken. Go ahead. Were de- well, they were developed for Voyager. Like, they didn't have, like, the name, de- but they had, the, like, the plot points. Uh-huh. And one of the things that they wanted was that, that group 
that that resistance group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they had started setting it up, and you know, like even in this episode later on, they talk about the Badlands. Yeah, oh, we've we've lost a couple of ships in the Badlands. Well, yeah, and that's where we lose Voyager in next year. Interesting. So. Okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. It's cool. I like how like we're actually starting to get like good crossover here between the series. Like this is mm-hmm. yeah. this is quality crossover. You know? I think after I watch the second one, I'm probably going to watch Preemptive Strike again, just to oh. close out the trilogy. No, which one? Preemptive Strike is... That's the row one. Is the yeah. row episode. That'd be cool. Okay. Well, if you're, well, shit, man. If you're going to start it, you might as well watch the Native American Planet one first, then, watch, okay. the, then watch these two. <laughs> it's, nah, the same, that's okay, it's the same general idea. That's the tree. We all know what happens. You know? That's too much of a Wesley episode. <laughs> yeah. well, then you, well, hey, what you have to do first, though, is go back to the O'Brien episode with uh, the Rutledge. Yeah, and I see that would with be the, you know the Phoenix and, and yeah. have but that's uh, not really a, a Maquis tie-in though. Well, no, but that ties into the fact that there's the end of the, the war and everything, and yeah. the tr- that so you have the the episode with Ben Maxwell and uh, O'Brien's own captain. And oh that yeah, sets up the fact that that introduces the Cardassians, and then sets up the whole thing with Bajorans and uh, what do you call it? And then Tree. there's the the, the Ensign Row episode where they recruit her. Yeah. to the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Well, then you might also want to throw in the uh, the little Bajoran girl that gets uh, murder killed on the suicide mission. Uh, l- uh, lower That's decks. Right. The girl that gets murder killed. Ah. Yeah, because yeah. so, sometimes sometimes people get murder killed. I mean, it's yeah. sad, but it's going to happen. When your name's Cito, you get murder killed. I mean, yeah. murder killed, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. it's cool. The crossover is getting good. I, I dig yeah. it. Yeah. So Cisco goes to his room and Ducat's there waiting for him. It's not my birthday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go Ducat. Happy birthday, Commander Cisco. Go Ducat. Put it in my dookie stinko. <laughs> what? Happy birthday, Holy Commander Cisco. You didn't just make that up on the spot, Ben. You've sung this song before. Oh, yeah. Jenny. <laughs> it me every year. It's, it's, it's scary because I usually make Ginny put on the black face and wear the Starfleet uniform. Whoa, so that's it's, true. Whoa. It's, it's really dress racist up as disturbing. <laughs> God, yeah. I do. I do. I put the, the, the neck fins on. And, yeah. Uh, He's definitely got some kind of neck suspension kind of extender thing going on because it's really long, gold Ducat. <laughs> that's yeah. what she said. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Is that something that Cardassians can do? Like a snake, you know, even like a non-poisonous snake will hood up sometimes to make you scared. Yeah. Is I that like something Cardassians that can, can do too? I would hope to think that they could do like in Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they kill Newman and they just... <laughs> yeah. When they get Beat scared. That would have made for a great episode. Like you sneak up behind a cotton, and you're like, boo! And he immediately... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the little hood comes out and goes... And he spits at Odo. Oh, that was great. You remember uh, back in the 80s, they used to do the National Geographic uh, uh, special shows. Oh, they yeah. had one with the frilled lizard that was running, and they yeah. had it in, like the high-speed film. Right, and he goes that running across awesome. the water. Yeah. I'd love to see some Cardassian frilled lizard action. That'd be cool as shit, man. That's probably where they evolved from. That'd be hilarious. I tell you what. I'm Marlon Perkins, and this is Wild Cardassia. Yeah. Gold Dukai, I mean, that dude... He he, bad. Like yep. he's he's cool as fuck, man. I like I like Dukai. He's got a a swagger. 
about mm-hmm. him. Yeah. You, know? you never know if he's telling the truth. Yeah. He always, right. like when he's telling the truth, he seems like he's lying more. It's like, yeah. Yeah, like later on in the story, like he's telling the truth, but everybody's like, nah, nah. Yeah. But well, I mean, it's, it's Cisco cool. was there. <laughs> he knows. And, it, and as soon nah. as Cisco sees him, Cisco's like, where's Jake? Like, oh, why do you think I stole your kid for? Because I might. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I am. I am wounded, Commander. <laughs> that you would think that I would do such a thing. Something yeah. so dastardly. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I, you don't want to get too much into the other episode, but man, Gold Ducat's BA, son. He yeah. cool. Yeah. See, we didn't watch the episode, so Jeannie hasn't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, all right. I watched them both because I just, as soon as it was over, I was like, I, I can't go to bed. I got to see what happens. But yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so Gold Ducat shows up and he's just fucking shit up. He's just like, I'm a, I'm, I'm badass. Yeah. And he's so badass that he just came to DS9 without the Cardassian government even knowing it. Yeah, he yeah. just showed up at DS9. Yeah. And, like, even the way he's like, uh, of course I know my, I was the commander of the station for 10 years. I know every nook and cranny, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. I There's probably the still Jefferson some tubes. Probably still some bodies buried in the wall saying no. I mean, too. I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with Gold Ducat, son. No. So somehow he talked Cisco into going to the uh, the DMZ with him. So they just take a, a runabout and fly there. Yeah, but yeah. but then we also got all the stuff with the Vulcan lady, right? Yeah, I guess that's all going on at the same time. Yeah. She, shows, she, shows, she up and, uh, shows up and like she knows uh, Johnny Bald guy, and uh, like yeah. walks up to. He's in civilian clothes now, and she just kind of walks up beside him and is like, "Oh, you have a room. You'll need to hide out." Here's your room number. Uh, disappear for a while. So they're yeah. clearly in cahoots. Yeah. It was nice to see a Vulcan again. Yeah, it was cool, in right? Like a, you know, in like a prominent role. Especially like a sneaky Vulcan, which I think mm-hmm. is cool, you know? Yeah, but she's using logic to justify things. Yeah, so. it was cool. I liked it. I wasn't then, sure at first if she was Romulan or Vulcan because she's kind of wearing the drab clothes. Yeah. But. Yeah, but yeah. TNG era of, uh, Romulans, they tend to have that... that thick forehead they yeah. kind of really visually changed the the romulans which i think fucks it up i've never liked tng romulans and i tell you what man she got some big ass titties yes <laughs> i mean which i know is that, a vulcan characteristic i know that's neither here nor there but man she got some big ass titties she's fine as hell and i guess Those she's vulcan start, babies are thirsty man yeah man she got to drink all the milks and then i guess she start hollering at cork because they want to have a business deal and cork is the best yeah. just moves right in it's like i'm gonna I'm stick it all in this bitch yeah <laughs> yeah just, dirty little man cork don't play me he's, he's trying to get laid yeah. like he, i was waiting for him to use the logic trap on her like all right so the only way i'm gonna give you these weapons that you need you need these weapons right the only way if you give me some umats, baby. <laughs> She's like, oh, logically, Vulcans. that is what I must do. <laughs> I mean, Vulcans are familiar with big ears, so don't, yeah. don't act like you don't know what you're doing. Come on. Yeah. I'm sure Vulcans get some pleasure from their ears, too. They will perk up. And... Yeah. Yeah, man, but she got some tiggle bitties, man. Mm. <laughs> There's something sexy about the Vulcans. I don't know what it is because they're so reserved and laid back. Yes. And I feel much like Quark. I was like, yeah, I got I to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to make it holla. Like, like you she's, expect that she's they're like holding it all quite, back for the bedroom, yes, basically. Yes. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> right, they like, only uh, fuck once every seven years, son. So you know when they they do, yeah. they do. Uh, you know? They got a while out. What? That, that's not exactly accurate. Come on, Ben. It's a Simpsons joke. <laughs> So what? So how is it not accurate? Tell me. Tell me. The- well, no, Vulcans can have sex anytime they want to. It's just that they have to have sex every seven years. Or they get crazy. It wouldn't be logical otherwise. Yeah, they get crazy. They they, they go through the whole pond far cycle and uh, the blood fire and all that. Well, that shit is yeah. fun. And, yeah. <laughs> that's but- a great, that's a great episode, dude. <laughs> I thought you just meant Pond Far with No, did just that I love that episode. Wild Vulcan sex. Or him and Kirk be fighting because Kirk cause uh they cause Spock wanna get it in. <laughs> Kirk's being a cock block. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's rough. Well Kirk wasn't even really cock blocking. He's just hanging out and he's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. He's like, wow, dude. <laughs> Da, 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 but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah. It's only been fifty years. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. So they uh, they fly into the DMZ, but then there's like two Cardassians attacking a Federation ship. It's so Ducat tries calling them up, but they don't answer. And then some mystery Federation ship shows well, up. Well, Gold Ducat breaks bad on him. He's like, this is Gold Ducat, and you better stop fighting immediately or you will answer to me. And I will fire the torpedo that yeah. destroys your ship. Yeah, I was like, damn, Gold Ducat is badass, son. He I like those. Cisco's like, yeah, the fire control is, I know where it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was about to pull some Major Kong action there. Like, he yeah. was going to ride that torpedo in. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. I was really happy with Gold Ducat in this scene because he's he and he's pissed that they don't stop. He's like, "How dare they not listen to me? Like, this is yeah. some bullshit." I'm fucking Gold Ducat, son. He's the commander of the Second Order. Yeah, I don't I even know what that, that means, but it sounds so mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> it does. It sounds impressive. Well, we know answer. that Kylo Ren is the commander of the First Order, right? So yeah, wait, wrong show. No, they got it mixed up now. I'm confused. Really? Oh, okay. You got you talking stars here. I don't know, man. You done fucked up my brain. So they take the Enterprise inside the Death Star. (laughs) Yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. But they have to warp and come out of warp inside the atmosphere. Otherwise, they can't get through the shields. What they do is they actually, they they drop. And so the Enterprise dropping and it launches all of its shuttlecraft. Uh, They drop it like. Or do they parachute in? They, no, they, they launch out and then they warp out of the atmosphere. J.J. Abrams loves some parachutes. <laughs> if they'd given uh, Shatner the budget, there would have been uh, suborbital parachuting in Star Trek V. Oh, good. I'm glad. That, that would have saved that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, you can find the, the cut scene. There's an entire thing. And they actually recreate it on Voyager in a holodeck. Really? Uh, one well, the characters does it. They, they try they to have recreate like a, Star Trek V in the holodeck. No, no, no. They recreate the suborbital uh, okay. parachute jump. For, with the old-ass Kirk? Well, no, with one of the characters uh, from Voyager. And you basically, okay. you have a, a, a jumpsuit that's covered with, like, the uh, heat tiles uh-huh. like on the space shuttle. And so in, in the suits, the two suits were pretty much the same, but they were just, like, big squares of tile like sewn onto this, this so it's like a Romulan suit. outfit basically yeah and then you just jump from from you know you've got a helmet and whatever and you jump out of your shuttlecraft and interesting do re-entry oh, that sounds weird and then when you get below you know re- the plasma burn you pull your chute come in for a landing pull your boner 
<laughs> and you come in, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. That sounds weird to me. Parachutes. Parachutes in space. I just saw Spider-Man do that. I was re- I've been reading the... Uh, I guess it's the new run of Amazing Spider-Man huh. on Marvel Unlimited. Interesting. I'll yeah, he, check that out. Jump from jump from a satellite, landed uh, in Paris. I'd be getting the books, and then the last Spider-Man uh, twenty-four was nine ninety-nine, and I was like, I ain't buying this. <laughs> you out of your fucking. <laughs> That's crazy. Book. Yeah, it was just it was ten bucks for some reason, and was I told the special guy, special edition or something. I mean, I don't know. I didn't fucking read it. I put it back. I got something else. Uh, I, got, I got a trade that was nine bucks, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna read this instead. And the guy at the comic shop was like, yeah, that's really good. It's called The Damned. It was pretty cool. But anyway, so yeah, the Cardassian son. They be doing some dangerous shit at this meeting, yo. Because they said that they found the guy who blew up the, the ship. Yeah, and he confessed. Got, got he has a confession. I mean, he looked like he was really, really confessing when he wouldn't look at yeah. the camera and was like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, he had to read the script. That yeah. was it. So, <laughs> just like any good confession. Yeah. And then we're like, well, then Cisco's like, well, we want to talk to this dude. Where is he? Like, oh, well, he did. <laughs> they brought him in really fast. I know. They were waiting outside. Wait, wait for the cue. Wait for the cue. Yeah. <laughs> it just had the gurney all lined up. Yeah. Somebody's go ask where he is. And as soon as one of the... They didn't see when they walked in the room. They walked right by <laughs> there. They didn't <laughs> see two guys holding a dead guy. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Oh, lunch. This is the lunch tray. It's buffet. Yes, yeah, so we're, bringing, we're bringing buffet for the meeting. It's, it's catered. It's we have John's. refreshments. <laughs> so maybe they're doing like, like weekend at Bernie's where they're just like propping them up and be like, Oh, he's still here. He's confessing. The Jimmy Johns of corpse delivery. Yes, the Jimmy Johns. Crazy, crazy. Wow, that was fast. Freaky fast, freaky dead. <laughs> yeah, that so confession, they, we got that confession from him, freaky fast. They just bring in the dead guy, and he's like, here he is, dead guy. Like, oh, cool, dead guy. Oh, no, I guess you can't ask him any questions. Uh, oh, wait, I know. I did it. But it was cool because on the way back, like Gold Ducat was like, those guys were dicks because you're not supposed to kill the guy during confession. You can fuck him up, but that that ain't the point, baby. Yeah. yeah. And we know this. They did that with Picard. Yeah. They they didn't even ask him the lights question. They just got, did you blow up the ship? And then that was it. You're you're always supposed to go to the lights question. They're probably really disappointed. They're like, man, we have the lights. (laughs) We need to get to the lights. We set up the lights and everything. This time we had six lights. Roll the lights out. God damn it. How many lights do you see? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead already. He's dead. He's (laughs) not going to answer. He's dead, dipshit. You You killed killed him before he got to the light question. Picard did it so good. (laughs) I still love when Picard's walking out and somebody goes to grab him and he swats him. (laughs) That's my favorite moment. It is the best. T- it's of TNG of the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Like I tear up when I see him do that because it's so fucking great. Bitch, don't touch it. mics. It's such a great. Get off like, me! This, like motherfucker. <laughs> I can walk. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. I love that show. That's and the this- best Star Trek moment ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. In 50 years of Star Trek, it is the best. That that that's the best part. <laughs> Seeing a 60 year old yeah. man be beaten and then went, eh, get off me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. I do. I can't help. Don't it. at me. Don't at me. <laughs> I love it. 
Don't come at me if you don't want to combat me. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'll fucking Picard shrug you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did see the bald guy when they captured him. He did the Picard maneuver. She pinched his neck and he went down with it. Eh. Down he goes. It was good, man. It was good. Dennis? Yeah, so... Uh... That was good. I don't know. That was like uh, Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was showing your vocal range. I totally would have taken you on my team. <laughs> for the voice. My chair, was, my chair would have turned around. I'd be like, ooh, he great. He's so good. He good. <laughs> I choose Bob. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Cisco talks to his buddy, Hudson, again. Hudson's hey. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he might have blown up the ship, but they didn't have any right to kill him. Yeah, they shouldn't have killed him. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, at this point, I mean, of course, Hudson is part of the, the, the rebellion. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this scene is just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, why are we even wasting time? There's, there's no big reveal at the end. Everybody knows because you're too into it. At least pretend. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the f- famous co-star comes in. You know he's he's going to be a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. They can't have two good black guys. Yeah. One's got to be a bad guy. And it's fun, too, that, like, of course, Cisco's best friend's a black dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like Jordy. Hey, there's a black girl on, the, on board the ship, Jordy. She's all yours. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> And I mean, Curzon was basically uh, the white guy who thinks he's black, because, or at least he thought he was Klingon. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty much the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So they go back to DS Nine, and Ducat's like, "No, no, no, we're not. That ship wasn't carrying weapons or nothing. They just blew it up because they're evil terrorists." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cisco's like, "Well, how do you know there wasn't weapons on there?" And then Ducat just kind of came out with like, "I swear on my children." damn son it, it, which was very rattled for Ducat because he's always such a cool kind of character and even cisco notices like i didn't know you had any kids he's like yeah man like that's i'm i'm yeah. for real dude. i got seven man i gotta be i'll be i'm like an nba player son sean he's the sean kemp of uh cardassian yeah Empire. baby he's the uh what the uh, antonio cromati of Cardassian. you got kids everywhere you get the seven that he know of yeah <laughs> I like, think we can we can thank the resurgence of the NBA to Sean Kemp. I yeah, <laughs> he's like all a, those fatherless children coming into the league. He's, oh, like, he's like Bartolo Jesus. Colon, son. He got families all over the place. Yeah, I saw that Jose Reyes has a secret family. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He Did you pick secret. that up from Bartolo Colon? I don't know. There's a Mets player uh, pitcher who was an uh, old fat guy who had a secret family for like ten years that nobody knew about. He had like a road family and a home family. And there's another Mets player we just found out has a home family and a road family too. How do people get away with this? Like, And that's not good for Jose Reyes because he, uh, he got suspended for beating his girlfriend. No, no, he got suspended for beating his real wife, not his road wife. I thought they were, I, I didn't think they were married at that point. Nah, they were married, I think, at that point. But he, yeah, okay. he got in trouble for beating her and now he got, I mean, you got to be pretty good to be the road wife. You don't get hit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. You, get you all can't get your name can't show up in the papers. <laughs> yeah, he got to go home and be his real wife. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Damn. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to think though that he had like. Hey, some we didn't beat her. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to beat his wife. 
there's some small town where like he has this secret family and like she there's no clue you know it's i don't know, like an amish family or something they're just like oh uh, we, you don't, have to, we don't you have watch to see cologne man he not, ain't convincing anybody they, they know he's a professional baseball player <laughs> <laughs> unless they're like big fat uh where, where is he from is he dominican um yes he's dominican yes yeah so unless they like big fat Dominican guys, yeah, he's gonna need that uh, major league f- credentials. Everybody's <laughs> got a fetish. I mean, yeah, look at Dax; she's into Klingon dudes and Ferengis and Ferengis <laughs> and guys with their brains hanging out of both ends. The- I just think she likes the D. Yeah, maybe she's yeah. A D- maybe she, you know what? She's like Space Elaine. She just likes guys, you know, like yeah. Elaine on Seinfeld. She just fucked everybody. Except, she- I think mm-hmm. she could probably dance. Probably some I bet, I bet Dax could dance. Well, she's got eight yeah. years of experience to figure out how to dance, you know? But I'm also <laughs> thinking, though, that, that Dax, you know, she, she has to ask, though, you know, is this person wormworthy? It's true. It's true. <laughs> Do I want to give them the worm? Yeah. You know, will they swallow the worm? Mm. I, I don't know. Mm. Swallow it. You got to get deep in there to get that worm. Swallow yeah. it, you whore. <laughs> Put your dick in my worm pouch. Yes. Uh, you are a dirty worm. I'd try it. <laughs> it's, Why not? This guys will put their dick in anything. This yeah. is a known universal Looks constant. Fairly moist. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any teeth. Doesn't smell bad. Yeah. There's nothing Just, sharp. It doesn't smell bad. <laughs> I've smelled worse. <laughs> I remember this one trip to Thailand. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is way better. Risa, Jamaharan, my ass. Oh, ew. But literally, I, I took the, uh, the the statue and just right up. Anyway, yeah, I, moving I on. Some, I saw some things when I was in Thailand. Awesome. <laughs> I will not be able to unsee. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, that week of decompression where you just sit in the barracks afterwards rocking. It, it all go away. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll never be clean. I'll never be clean. I'll never be clean. <laughs> no matter how much I wash my hands, I, they, they just they yeah, doesn't. You can't go wash away. your eyes. You can't. It's true. No. You can't wash your. Eyes. Wait for senility to settle in. Wait for <laughs> erase those memories. But then that's the only thing that you remember. You're yeah. perpetually in that <laughs> week. Oh, no. <laughs> What's this basket for? Oh my god. Grandpa, tell me a story. Turn around. <laughs> the frog turn around. You don't want to know. <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's racist, Ben. Whatever. We Ancient Siamese secret. Mm. Nice reference. <laughs> yes. So I just yeah. uh, looked up uh, Golovec, the guy that's in charge of this colony, uh-huh. is the same goal that was on Planet Native America. Huh. And then he's yeah, also the quite a bit. He's also the same goal that was uh, a couple of weeks ago on the when they uh, when O'Brien had the vole problem, and he called yeah. the Cardassians to see, you know, how did you oh, get yeah, rid of the yeah. vole? Mm-hmm. Same guy. That's cool. I dig that. Like yeah. I'm digging the way the sh- I mean I like the way the shows are kind of inter intertwining with one another i think it's mm-hmm. cool, though it's nice yeah, it's, it's it's making that shared universe thing it's 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 like it no, kind of fills out the story a little universe. bit more yeah yeah it's getting these guys a paycheck too so. yeah we should yeah. go watch I'm all sure these episodes it. like i'm gonna go back and watch some tng episodes and watch these episodes it's very nice it's very nice 
just watched the Goalie Vec run yeah. on, on Star Trek. I'm sure there was probably a VHS tape, the Goalie Vet run. You know, they just put all this. Goalie Vet mixtape. Yeah, they put all of his episodes the together. box set. Yeah. You get all of the hits from Goalie Vec. There's got to be a YouTube video, right, with just all of his scenes <laughs> strung together? Probably. <laughs> if not, someone should make it. Yeah. You know? Seriously, I'm encouraging people to violate copyright law and make you it should. for me. I mean, why not? <laughs> Fuck Star Trek and his family. Next generation, they can all suck it. Yeah, they're just, you know the, I mean? they're just about the cash grab now. Yeah, so. it's a cash grab, dude. Fuck them. <laughs> we suck like my nuts, Moonvest. Yeah, you know. I ain't got no time for you, Star Trek or Star Trek 2 or Star Trek The Next Generation. I got no time for your silliness. I read today that all the, uh, the Star Trek movies are up on uh, CBS All Access now. Nice. But, I'm, I'm like, good. if they put the series on there, their days on Netflix might be numbered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we've had – it's been – shit, we've been doing this podcast now since 2011. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. fucking six years of uninterrupted Trek on Netflix. Yeah. That, that's that's a little unusual. That's That's impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they uh, want to drive people to CBS All Access, you know they're going to do it. Well, I mean, well, it's, I think when Discovery doesn't do so well and doesn't uh, hold up All Access as well as they thought it would, that's when they pull it from Netflix. That's when they pull Twilight Zone. That's basically when they pull that CBS catalog, yeah, and and put it over on CBS All Access and and try to make people. It's you know, it's one of those things where it gets to the point of what's her name. Uh, Dressing up like Catwoman, trying to get uh, Tim Burton to cast Sean her. Sean Young. Sean Young. You know, how'd her career do after that? It, it, it's the same thing. It's just, yeah, well, she was crazy too, though. Well, well that's what Moonves does, though. He he's basically he's cutting out the the pieces to make his Catwoman costume right now. It's like, no, I I have a streaming service. Love me too. Aww. I heard Julie Chen's into that though, so he's all right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, call me crazy. I'm excited for the new show. I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I, I'll, I'll get yeah. involved for the cash grab. I mean, I'll watch an episode or two, see if it's I'm going to watch the pilot because it's that's going to be on broadcast TV. I mean, motherfucker, all we got to do is one of us get a password. A free a free monthly trial. Yeah, free monthly trial, mm-hmm. son. Or just, that's four months right here. <laughs> yeah, or just like, okay, one person pays for it and you just pass it around. That's all. Well, I mean, yeah. my thing is I'm if I do pay for it, it'll be one of those things where I wait for all the episodes to have been out. Yeah. And then I'll just watch for it. One month. Well, that's watch what we're gonna do for um for stars later this month when American Gods comes out. Yeah. We're just gonna like pay for the one month. But I like the way that they're doing it. Like you can buy stars on Hulu, and it's part of Hulu. So like, why don't they do more channels like that? Like do CBS yeah, yeah. All Access? You can do that on Amazon. Too. On Hulu. Yeah, I think you do. You can do that on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. Amazon does that with all those premium. Yeah. Cable okay. Well, yeah. So if Amazon does that with uh, stars, then I'll. Yeah, they do with stars, HBO, place. Showtime. Because my thing is, I want to see, like, between the two shows that Brian Fuller is somewhat responsible for, American Gods is like, yeah, they took too long to start Star Trek, so I had to go work on American Gods. I'm like, don't blame you. Yeah. The, the Star Trek thing's a shit show. It's, it's, you don't know that. Dumpster fire. <laughs> You know, it's a cash grab. That's all we know at yeah. this point. It could it's be a, good. You never know. It's a, it's, I've put a, a dumpster 
full of gasoline behind <laughs> a wall. Oh my God. You have to pay to open a gate in that wall. You never know. And you then I'll throw know. a match in it and you can watch the dumpster fire. I don't know, man. Like I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I hope it's great and you never watch it. Yeah. I hope it's great too. Because you'll never ended, believe us. Star Trek ended May of 2005. I, I would love for there to be more Star Trek someday, but I'm happy with the uh, years of, of joy that I got. I think it's, I mean, I'm still getting. Let's, let's not have this Ben back again. <laughs> I like this Ben. He never leaves for me. <laughs> like it, it'll be like, you know, we'll be at dinner. It'll be like, well, hey, 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 do Bill Clinton real quick. <laughs> no. I can't because I, I, it's too close to Twain right now. Yeah. No, I can't fuck you guys. I, I, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, fuck you. I hate, but, I hate new Star Trek. I'm not time doing was, it. A, time was a man could go to the White House and... and, and That's not... You're not even course. trying, Ben. Yeah. No. No. You're fired. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, buddy. Well, you know, I could do my, uh, you know, uh, shit, I already forgot who he was. Uh, Argyle. <laughs> uh, Jefferson. I'm so high right now. It's just, I am fucked up. 420. The Jefferson. 420 L, 420 in the Jefferson tube. <laughs> oh shit! I believe at this point Argyle has forgotten his name. His real name. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. What the oh, hell am he I? He is a... now the trash god of the Jefferson tubes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where the hell? At? What did the ship? Who let the broad crash the ship? God damn! Yeah, he just lives on that planet now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they picked up all the pieces, and he's like, "Yo, I went to the fucking bathroom behind a tree." Just came back and the goddamn ship was gone. <laughs> I was like, shit. He goes, goes and talks to Captain Kirk's corpse every day. <laughs> they just hang out. Have, <laughs> have some whiskey. Pour one up for my homies. This place is pretty great. <laughs> and Jim, you talk a lot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. This place is pretty awesome. There's no meth out here anymore. Just me and my thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> Lots of thoughts. My crazy thoughts. Was that Jim? Yeah. I guess after a while we'll get to you on it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So they get they end up back on DS9 and O'Brien's like, yeah. hey, guess what? Uh that was a Federation bomb and Cisco's like, Yeah, no shit, dummy. It and was let me an tell you the implosion device yeah. that caused it to explode for some reason. I know reason. all that stuff. I know who did it, son. I got it all figured out. Because there's his body over there with the Jimmy John subs. Surprisingly, it doesn't make the sandwiches less appetizing because they do that well on their own. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, oh, that's that another sponsor. <laughs> I'm just saying Jimmy John's isn't great. That's all. My kid yeah. likes it. My son likes it because Spotify, they have Jimmy John's commercials on all the time and he loves Jimmy John's. We go there and it's decent. It's not great. They all make right. the sandwiches too fast. Take your time. Put a little I, care into I, it. <laughs> I think I think they make a quality product at a quality right. price. I'm just saying it's it's okay. The price is okay. The price is good. I'm just right. saying it takes a great time. sandwich at a great price right. and a great delivery. There's speed. not enough meat on it. Yeah, like, that's what she some, said. No, take yeah. some time with it. You know what I mean? Like, don't have to rush through it. I don't need my sandwich that fast. I do. I know. I, I, I have a, a fast paced life. Look on at the me. River I, got, I got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're trying to get rid of me. I don't like that. I don't so want does, to... uh, does Jimmy John's paddle up to your riverboat <laughs> with your delivery? <laughs> Freaky fast. Here you go, Mr. Clements. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Twain. Got it. Got an order for a Mr. Sam Clementines. Yeah. Sea lemons. Clementines. Is there a sea lemons go, here? 
my god. Now they could spend a little bit extra. I I would pay fifty cents more a sandwich if they would push that into salaries and get better qualified people. I don't think so. That would help. Like I, I, I Jimmy had, John and uh, and uh, what's his name, Guy Fieri. I think they're buddies, right? Probably. I wouldn't doubt that guy Fieri is kind of a dick. Yeah, but Jimmy John's. I mean, if you go to the web page, his pictures, he looks like he's like a a mid thirties, early forties at the most. He's probably just a corporate. It's probably just a made up thing because Jimmy John's is a uh, Warren Buffett owns it. Uh, well, the Jimmy John guy. If you look at the guy that's supposedly the original Jimmy John, yeah, it's not real. He he's old AF. It's like the Quaker Oat Man. Yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> Diabetes. The sandwiches won't give you the beatus. <laughs> Just don't eat all that white bread. Yeah, you, you got to get some whole grain stuff in there, man, and give you the beatus. <laughs> give you the beatus. So yeah, so Cisco's like, hey man, uh, well this, so yeah, because I guess uh, they they go they show back up at DS Nine, and then all of a sudden somebody try to kidnap Gold Ducat, and they just yeah. take his ass. They phaser him in the back. Yeah. Well, eh. well, the cool part about this, right, is like they steal Gold Ducat, and he's like, oh, I guess Cisco ain't showing up, huh? And they're like, nope. He just punches this bitch in the face. The yeah. Yeah, he he put her nose on her yeah. forehead, and yeah. then like the cool like he part, wound up. He's yeah. Like, it's badass. <laughs> and the cool part is like he doesn't start running. He just walks. Like he's like, fuck y'all. He just pimp walks away and he gets shot in the back. He don't give a fuck. He punches bitch in her shit. And like a normal person would just run away. Like, oh! yeah, or take cover or yeah. something, you know. Oh Dukai's just like shit. <laughs> I'm gold life. motherfucking Dukai. Like his theme music started playing in his head. That's what I It was really fun. I really enjoyed that. I laughed. He my thought ass he, off. he was going to walk away and everything would explode behind him. Yeah. He thought he was like on, <laughs> on a Michael Bay movie or something. Awesome. <laughs> like he was, he just walked away. He's like, yeah, punch this bitch in the face. I'm just leaving. Fuck y'all. <laughs> and then he got shot in the back. That <laughs> uh, was awesome. That part ruled. I mean, man, I, I, I think I watched that part like three times. I just kept watching. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. He made no attempt to escape. Like he didn't run. He didn't do shit. He just punched that bitch in the face. He was like, peace him out. Like, <laughs> I just wanted in the next scene to have her with like a, a big, obvious nose bandage. Dude, he but, fucked mm-hmm. her up. Yeah. Like he says something and she just cuts her eyes over. To- <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, dude. He ain't fucking around. That dude, I love Gold Ducat. I ain't gonna lie to you. He's awesome. <laughs> Like after after watching him punch a bitch in the face and just casually strolling away, <laughs> I know he's supposed to be like the enemy, but he's so likable and he's just such a badass that you can't help it. I I did an Respect entire him. episode on an on another podcast where I had to point out that Goldacott is space Hitler. Yeah, I mean you can make him likable all you want, but at the end of the day, you have to understand how many thousands upon thousands. See, that's, of that's people part of the charisma that he killed. He but he's a good character. His web. It's the cult of personality. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, you've got the Federation fighting this this terrorist group. You know, and this is back in the '90s, and and once again, Star Trek and especially DS9 is, you know, taking on issues that 20 years later we're just like, holy shit. We're dealing with this stuff. Star Trek taught us how to yeah. deal, but nobody listened. It's really interesting. 
We were dealing with that stuff then too. It's just no, different terrorism didn't happen until nine eleven. Before nine eleven, the world was peaceful. We had defeated the Soviets. The world was at peace. Pax Americana. It was great. It was, and then, then yep. Mm-hmm. What a great episode! And then uh, never forget. Never, yep. And then uh, what else happened to Dennis? They Cisco, uh, Kira, and Julian. They follow the ship because they were tra- tracing the warp signature. Yeah, the ship they got away on, and uh, they followed him into the Badlands. Yeah, the group they'd call themselves the Maquis, or responsible yeah. for stealing yeah. fucking gold Ducat. But why? But I don't Casey know. came out and got him. It's a it's a strange a strange party because you've got okay, you're looking for gold Ducat, right? Mm-hmm. So you bring Kira, who's yeah. She, she's I mean, if you old. need some, if you need somebody to kill people, she's probably a good one yeah, to have because she's, she's not going to hesitate. Yeah, but if anything, isn't she going to end up wanting to kill Gold Ducat? Because I mean, she hates this guy. Like she hates all Cardassians. It's weird that you would mm-hmm. bring a Cardassian to help you find someone. Uh, you would bring. She, they didn't bring Kira. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's the oh, Cisco, Kira, and Bashir track the kidnappers to a planet in the Badlands. They hop on the ship and they go. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Julian. What the fuck is Julian going to do in a fight? Well, if you need medical assistance. Because yeah. if, if they probably hurt. saw the footage of like, man, he just tried to walk away. This guy's going to fuck us up. Yeah. He needs a psychiatrist. I thought, they, I thought for sure they would have brought Odo. Because, I mean, at least he's kind of that would have. Yeah. That would have made yeah. sense. Yeah. The well, head of security. You know, Odo's too busy. He's sitting back in his office coming up with his new plans for martial law. Yeah, which is awesome. That's episode two, so let's not talk about that. I mean, I Dax, Dax just got done Is that assaulting episode two? No, that's episode, a, uh, yeah. I, he mentions it, you know, if you'd untie that's my right, hands. That's right, that's right. He's pissed. He's like, if you guys would let me fucking rule this place with an iron fist, nothing bad would happen here. Mm-hmm. I'd separate. Like, yeah, well, we had that for several years under the Cardassians. It wasn't so great. For the Bajorans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was awesome. This episode, and then I guess at the end of the episode, it reveals that uh, your man, everybody knows, Bernie Casey Hudson, is the uh, he's one of the marquee member of the marquee, and that's it. Dun, 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 dun. And to be continued. In his yeah. civilian clothes. <laughs> Which are really nice looking. Yeah. yeah. For space clothes, it's yeah, not for, bad. Yeah, because it's not ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't look like an asshole. It's somewhat practical. Yeah, it is <laughs> rather practical. I would join the Maquis just for the practical clothing. Very stylish, yeah. There's not like big shoulder. Yeah, it's not all shiny. Yeah. there's. It, nothing, it looks homespun. Yeah. A little. There's nothing pointing, like no sharp angles pointing towards my genitalia, which is very popular in the Star Trek universe. You can just sneak it out of your pants. Yeah. Just, wee, wee. <laughs> There's not even a robe to get in the way. Nope. I got to tell you, this episode, great. It's great. It's great. I liked great. it. Well, get, what do you give it then, Mr. Ben? Uh, this one, I give an eight. An eight? Yeah, seven and a half, eight. Is, but I'm going to say since uh, the nice little twist ending with uh, Commander Ernie Hudson at the end, I give it an eight. Ernie <laughs> Hudson. <laughs> I'll give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half? I like it. Wow. And I like where it's going for the next episode. So, Can't Dennis, wait. what do you say? I'd say it's like a seven and a half. It's pretty good. Yeah, I gotta agree. I'm going to give it an eight. I really liked it. 
now you guys have already seen part two. Yes, I have. I honestly haven't seen. I haven't seen. So just Bob. Yes, um, I Jay's watched. Never it seen it immediately after this episode was over. I haven't seen it probably since the nineties. Um, I'm trying to think if I've watched the entirety of of the part two since then. I don't think I've I've done that. So it may have been like since just a couple of years after it first aired that I saw this episode all the way through because mm-hmm. uh, this was getting when it was harder for me to watch episodes consistently because of the Navy coming in. Um, but I you make it rem- sound like the Navy came and took over your town. <laughs> it, it did. It did. The big ship in my, uh, I'm like 200 miles from the nearest body of water. <laughs> they just came in on a, on a stream. They, well, they had, they had trucks. They put the aircraft carrier up on some 18 wheelers and they just ride up to the, my neighborhood. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know if this follows the TNG tradition of having a really good part one mm-hmm. and then part two just kind of falls apart. And you're like, well, fuck that wasted my time. And I'm uh, really hoping it's not because this has set up so much cool stuff right, and I'm trying very hard to remember. And I know as soon as I start watching it, I'm going to be like, Oh, it's this why episode. Can't I remember? Is that what you're well, a copious amount of alcohol between the time <laughs> that I watched the episode now, uh, multiple car accidents and some head trauma. Mm. That's literally why I can't remember. And I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to tell you one, Ben, uh, uh-huh. go, wa- go watch it. I think I will. <laughs> a simple solution. Yeah. Just watch it. Um, but yeah, this episode was fantastic. I, I mean, you gotta like DS nine. I don't know how people don't like this show. I think cause they haven't watched it. Yeah. That, that, or they just watched yeah. the first two episodes and it's so different from TNG or the original series that, it might be jarring if that's what you think of Star Trek. The big thing that happened uh, that people have been, you know, that I guess study this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> the is that the people, Trek scholars. Trekologist. Yeah, is <laughs> Treknologist at the Technology Institute of Southampton Roads. Um, we've seen this trend that people went straight from TNG to Voyager mm-hmm. to Enterprise. Because those TNG ended... And then next season, Voyager started. And then Voyager ended, and next season, Enterprise started. There was no overlap. Okay. See? And then the problem with DS9 is that there was overlap. DS9 started before TNG went off and then ran into Voyager. And I think depending on where you live, they were all on different networks. Well, no, that was the other thing is that TNG and... DS9 were sold as part of the uh, the quasi syndication network mm-hmm. that had been put together. Voyager right? was so, the flagship of UPN. Of UPN, correct. It was that and so, and SmackDown, like that was their two things. <laughs> and Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's right. Twilight Zone. Brought, yeah. Because yeah. I think wasn't it like you would watch TNG and then it led right in, or not TNG, but uh, Voyager, and then that led right into. I've never seen Voyager, and I, the episodes that I have seen, I'm not impressed. I got to tell you, like I've seen. I was God. I was at Cheryl Drive when I was watching those. I've seen a couple episodes of Voyager, and I don't. Not the best. Mm. <laughs> Jenny, how many times a day do you give the Ben that look? <laughs> a lot. Well, you guys, love way it. more than he notices. That's what love. Was just a withering glance. That was love. That's love, though. I mean, that's the way love. Yeah, I didn't see the video because I didn't see it. <laughs> You've seen this look. You know the book. You're better off, Ben. You don't want to see it. 
You'll cry yourself to sleep if you see that look. Oh, He's going to do that anyway. I'll do it on your behalf. Yeah. <laughs> He's into that. Poor Ben. But yeah, like uh, I heard one person tell me, and this was last year at the Tidewater Con when we were leaving, that they didn't like DS9 because they weren't on a spaceship. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, well, no, that's why somebody else that said they, they didn't like it. Like, you're a dumbass. Like, this show is amazing. Like, fuck you and your ships. Like, the, one that I th- the one that I heard last year at Tidewater after our panel was that they didn't like DS9 because that's when it started moving away from from Gene's vi- actually this was Kilt Guy. Oh, okay. He didn't like DS9 guy. because it was that was when it moved away from Gene's utopian vision of the future and started getting forcing it to be dark and gritty. Yeah. And that's what made it bad. And I was okay. like, no, that introduced dramatic conflict yeah. and made the stories interesting. It's not like the, the Federation changed, years. you know. That the yeah. Federation is the utopia, but everything else is still unaffected by that. Yeah. I can't remember the episode, but somebody like calls the Fed. It was, it, I think it was next, on DS Nine. It's the next episode where it's easy to be pompous yes. and sitting in the it's Garden the, of Eden. It's exact. It's the next episode. Oh, like, so okay, I do it's remember. The first like five minutes of part two. <laughs> it's all <laughs> flooding back. It's fucking dope. That's why I can't wait to talk about episode two. Okay. Yeah. So everybody come back next week. Everybody come back next week. It was a really For the thrilling conclusion to the Maquis. It was really cool. The Maquis. You got to dig it, man. You got to dig it. But this isn't the now. Does the Maquis storyline? Uh, you can spoil Ben. Does mm-hmm. this run all throughout Deep Space Nine? Like, are they going to keep coming back? Because I'm in the Cardassian. They come. They come back again. I just. I don't want to spoil it too bad okay. for you. But things but change, though, right? Because things like, change a lot. Is, okay. Yeah. There's new yeah. enemy. Okay. Well, that's the yeah. Dominion. Or but now the the Maquis do play mm-hmm. heavily on. Uh, I've heard that name before. The Dominion. Yes. Yeah. The, I. The I power see company. Them, yeah. It's, yes. that's, no, it's the it's the it's the sugar company. Yeah. Not as evil as the power company. <laughs> <laughs> close though. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I do notice that when the the Dominion shows up, the, the lights are in jeopardy. Mm. But um, no, but the Maquis do play a big part in Voyager coming up. Like they do, they are part of that crew like throughout. Okay. So yeah. And I gotta tell you, if if there's ever a con around where fucking Gold Ducat's at, we gotta go because that guy's awesome. And I'm looking at a real picture of him, and he looks eerily similar to the guy in the makeup like it's kind of weird like he's just missing the bumps and that's it like it's weird i'll show you a picture of him real quick go share the screen look at him like he looks like the guy Uh, like it's weird you got to move your stuff over it's under the picture of us we can move our picture yeah you can move it i'll I'll slide it over there you go check that out oh oh yeah see here's the thing though he looks just like the guy for like the very little makeup for gold 74 years old Jesus Christ. He awesome. he's, he's been active as long as I've been alive. Mm, sexually active. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, to Wait, modern, Dad? thanks to modern medicine, he still is, baby. <laughs> but no, there's an episode. Thank you, Cardassian Cialis. <laughs> I can't remember if it's like fifth season of DS9. God, I can't remember. And it's one of those that I, I want when Jenny finally gets enough knowledge of the storylines that I want to just like skip ahead and go watch this episode now, but it's basically uh, everybody's out of makeup. Ah, that's cool. And it, 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 and the conceit that they use to get everybody out of makeup and, and interact and stuff. It, it's just one of my favorite episodes, that's like cool. of all tr- Star Trek. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll get there, man. We're working on it. We're almost done with season two. So okay. <clears throat> season two, we're almost done with season two. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right, so- 
So thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And uh, we will talk to you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Adios. Goodbye.